Hi, just David here, One Gaming. We're just going to do a quick intro now because we're going to do our Game of the Year stuff for the podcast. So this is going to be episode 381, I think it is. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, so we're going to do two videos now. Uh, first one's the our Game of the Year runners-up. So from, ep from episode, from number 20 to 11, then we'll have a quick second break and we'll come back with our top 10 lists. So David here, One of Gaming. Thank you so much to the team. It's been a, uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, combative um, linking together of minds. But we are, I think we all got a couple of the games we wanted on the top 10 list. And yeah, so without further ado, just go straight into the videos. So thank you. Goodbye. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in the night. My Xbox cup. Don't know if you can see that or not, but I need a quick drink. <sighs> Tea. Essence of life. So, still me, still David, still one-up gaming. So yeah, so we're going to do the one-up gaming game of the year um, sort of like thing. The last few years, we've had the whole team on doing like a three-hour podcast. This time, I just thought I'd get everyone to list and send in their top ten lists. Then I would give each game a... Like, so if you, if you voted somewhere at 1, they'll get 10 points, somewhere at 2, 9 points, all the way down to 10, they get 1 point. And I've got everyone's list together, added everyone's scores, and I think it's a fair way to come up with a top 10 list. So this is the, the part of the show where we're going to go into number 20 to number 11. So we can get a taste of the games you slightly just missed out on the on the one gaming top ten game of the year sort of show. So uh, again, I will apologise if some of these games I've not played. Um, I can't play everything. Some people's games are on this list I've not touched. So we'll have trailers in the background for the all the games that we're talking about. If I don't know what the game is. I will just stay silent for 10, 20 seconds, and then we'll just watch a bit of the trailer. So, number 20, with a combined score of three. So, not that many people. So, this is five people that have voted on these lists. So, three points isn't massive. And that is Mortal Kombat 1. So... I loved Mortal Kombat 9 and Mortal Kombat 10, or X, what we want to call it. Um, I love them so much. Um, I just kind of dropped off massively. And this one I've played, I just didn't get into. And I was kind of a bit... I don't really like reboots and restarts and getting all the characters to redo themselves and... Um, different scenarios where they'll have a mixture of Sub-Zero and then the robot and the Cyrax and all the bits mashed together. It's a weird sort of concept. And I just think that, yes, the core gameplay is really good and it's fast, smooth, gorgeous to look at. 
the story didn't grip me as much as it had and I just feel as though the Mortal Kombat, they need something different to re-energise the series now. So that is Mortal Kombat and we've voted that at number 20. Number 19 with four points and that is, and I'm going to get the name wrong, I do apologise. Naruto Cross Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. Yeah. Whatever all that means. Now, I've not played this game. I'm not a big anime fan or cartoon person for me. Um, and I honestly, the trail is up in the background. I'm going to sound in like an idiot. And it's either a one-on-one -on -one fighting game, but I don't think that's the Storm series, the Ninja Storm series. I think the Ninja Storm series are the more of the kind of openy worldy roleplay light sort of game. I'm probably way off and I do apologize if I'm wrong. But all these games, I've played a few of them in the past and they all blend together and I don't know which one's which. And it's just not for me. So yeah, Naruto Cross Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. Yeah. Number 18. With four points again. Robocop. Is it Rogue City? Rogue Nation? I've just wrote Robocop. Everyone knows what Robocop is. Brilliant game. Looks really nice. It's also a surprise. It's on this far up on the list. Simply because it was done by, is it Taeon? And their normal games are really budget i think the last time they tried to do a biggish sort of game it was the robocop the video game no it wasn't it was the rambo the video game and that one was in all the trailers it tried to make it look a first person shooter but it was like a virtual cop like a time crisis on rails action shooter and it was just a waste whereas this one is a full first person shooter because you are the Robocop, it can be slow. It can be very basic. Like you just shoot enemies, you pop heads and blood goes, which is fun. It's very meaty. It's very visceral. And it is a fun, fun game. I'd recommend it. Good little game. So this next one, I've not played, but it got four points again. At number 17, Assassin's Creed Mirage. And from what I can gather, looking at the reviews, looking at the videos and stuff, it's more like the Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed, Syndicate, Brotherhood, that style of game, still a full open world, but it's lost a lot of the RPG elements of the, uh, the last couple of Assassin's Creed, like the Viking one, whatever it was called, I can't remember now. Not a big Assassin's Creed fan either. Um... But, I think this is not bad. It's stripping back some of the features. Like, why do you need to play a game for like 120 hours? Buy a game, play it for 20 hours and you're done. Sometimes more options, more content hinders that from the biggest market because people are scared that they're not going to play that and then they don't buy that. But, number 17, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Number 16... 
with four points again, lies of P. Now this one is a Pinocchio story set in a like a Dark Souls style of game. So like the Souls style. Very hard, very methodical action, um, strategy, timing, all that good stuff. Graphics are gorgeous. I love the art style. I love the concept of it. It's a nice game. Uh, plays just as good, if not as good as some of the Dark Souls sort of games. So, yeah, music's great. The graphics are great. It's a good game. Recommend number 16, Lies of P. And then number 15, getting up more points now. It had six points. And that one was Armored Core 6. I know it's got a Rubicon in it, Rubicon. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but it, Armored Core 6, that's all we need to know. That's all we need to know, the basics. And that one is at 15. And again, it's um, the guys who make the Dark Souls style game. It is uh, from software. And they were more famous for doing the Armored Core stuff years and years ago. And I think this is the first time for a good long while. Because I think the last ones were on the, the 360 Amicor 5. I can't remember. But it's, it's been a while. But this one, it's going back to the old style action shooter combat game. Where you build your Armored Core tank on legs sort of thing. And you just get in there and blast shit. And it looks amazing, it plays well, it's a good little game, another one that's really good. Armored Car 6, number 15. So we're getting into the top of this list now. So number 14, had to be in there. Another one with six points, and that is Sociable Soccer 24. Now we got sent this from um, John and his team uh, over at Combo Breaker, I think they are, um, to actually review the game, we review the game, we love the game. I've been playing it ever since. I used to play it on the iPad a couple of years ago when it was like the Social Soccer 21 and Social Soccer 22, I think it was. Loved it there. On the PC, it's slightly different. It's slightly different. It's very similar to the iPad sort of game. I think they used that to flesh out the game while they had the exclusive license on Apple Arcade. Now they've launched on the steam and it'll be coming on i think it's on the switch at the end of this year and it'll be coming out on xbox and ps5 start of next year but social soccer fast paced it looks i don't want to say it's good it looks good smooth fast detailed it's not an amazing showcase of graphics it just gets the job done it's functional and sometimes people go way over the top for the graphics but if it's fast and smooth and playable then what more do you need graphics are at a standard now where even highly stylized character character chores you know cartoonified versions of people still look good and social soccer has this down i also think that the gameplay on a lot of arcade sort of football soccer games it's a little bit weird a little bit wonky i think they don't have the budget but with this game because they've had 
four or five years to develop and to keep the game flowing. The pass goes to where you want it to go. The the speed, the sprint, the curl and the ball, it all goes so well. It's an amazing little game. It's only about 25 quid, so give it a go and see what you think with that. So that is at number 14, Sociable Soccer 24. Number 13, more points now. Number 7 points, we have Hi-Fi Rush at number 13. And this one is a third-person action combat game mixed with music elements. Now, at the start of the game, you are... I can't remember that. It's that it's, it came out at the beginning of the year. It's that long ago since I played it. In essence, you are getting surgery or something, or I can't even remember now, but your iPod that you listen to all the time gets trapped inside you, and when it's trapped inside you, the machines say you're defective and we need to be terminated, um, and when you're fighting these machines that are attacking you, if you attack on the beat, then your scores go up, and it's highly stylized, very cartoonified, comic book style. I thought it was really funny, really great story, really interesting. And it looks great. And it came out of nowhere. It just got bombed off. And it's a great game. I think it's a Microsoft exclusive, so it's on Xbox and PC. But it is a really, really stylized game, and I loved it. So a Hi-Fi Rush at number 13. So at number 12, another series which I hold in such high regard, and that is Street Fighter VI. And this is another one that had seven points. And this one, I think the single player mode is better than the Mortal Kombat for the simple reason Mortal Kombat's been doing that for like three, four games now. Whereas this one is you create your character, your fighter, you enter the open world, and then you go around and pick fights with people, get better scores, RPG elements, um, like accessories that you can find and buy and all that kind of good stuff. And there's also the arcade mode and it's just perfect. Graphically, so good. Crisp, clear, smooth, 60 frames a second. Gorgeous art style. Everything goes so well. And <clears throat> Street Fighter Six is a joy to behold. And that is the One Gaming's number 12 in this year's list. So the last game on this list is number 11 with 8 points. And that, my friends, is Marvel's Spider-Man 2. So this one didn't get into the top 10, but it's as close as it could be. And what more can you say? It's an amazing game. It is so good. If Miles Morales didn't come out last year and this was like the sequel, then it had been, I think people would have voted more for it, but because it takes over and keeps a lot of the elements of the Miles Morales sort of game, but that game was much tighter, much more compact, whereas this one, it's been expanded in a bigger sort of like game, story, environment, that kind of thing. Sometimes that's for the negatives. It just doesn't quite flow and feel as tightly wound together as a story it's not as cohesive as a as a world but it's, it's still an amazing game it is just because of last year's tighter sort of game it suffers a little bit it's still an amazing game it just suffers that little bit more 
So that is our 11th game. So number 11 is Marvel Spider-Man 2 with 8 points. So we'll have a quick break and we'll come back with more. Hi, David here, One Gaming. Going to have a quick go this week. It's going to be a really quick one. This is just the Game of the Year 23. I hope you've had a great Christmas, great New Year. Um, I'm in my little box. <laughs> so I'm just going to record this. You can't quite see behind me, but I've got a little on-air like sign, which I use as a light because it, like, it's in my little cupboard. I think it, you, probably like a walk-in closet at one time. Um, it just lights up the room so I can see what I'm doing, basically. Uh, normally I just use me two monitors to use as lights, but this helps. <laughs> it helps a little bit. Anyway, David here, 1UP Gaming. Uh, we did our 20 to 19, no, that's not a numbers, where well, it is, but it's not right. We did our 20 to 11 um, runners up awards. Um, so things like Social Soccer, the Spider-Man 2 sort of games, they were in amongst those, which is pretty cool. And yeah, so this is going to be the top 10. So the way we did this is literally uh, our five writers got together, we talked of our personal top 10s, and when we actually did that, <clears throat> I gave a numbered score for each one. So if someone said their 10, whatever game was at 10, then that, that game will get allocated one point. So if, let's just say as an example, Social Soccer was on three people's top 10s and it was only 10th on all three, it would have three points. If a game was at number one, then it gets 10 points. So as you can see, with the five people doing it and me, so that's six top tens, going through all of the details, all the data, and so this is a combined top 10 score. So although it's the one-up game in top 10, it is our own put together. So again, I will say, some of these games I have not played and I apologise for that, um, but as you can sort of see later on, some of these games, the it's been an amazing year. It really has been a really, really good year. Um, so without further ado, we will go straight into our top 10 game of the year, 2023. And first up, try not to burp too loudly. First up, number 10, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Now, I've had a tiny, tiny little go at this game, and this game, it's um, a 2D style Mario, I'm trying to put my mouse somewhere so it doesn't fall off this little lap, because I don't have a table anymore, that's been taken, so I'm using a little, um, I don't know what it's called, little pad thing, ah. anyway, I've played this slightly. And from what I played of this game, it feels more like a 2D Mario game than a lot of the other new Super Mario Brothers 
sort of games have been. <clears throat> and in that, I mean, in the other games, they were on a 2D perspective on a plane, but full 3D rendered visuals. And because of that, the 3D characters, when they went to do a jump, they had to have the animation of bowing down, slowly bopping up and going up. And that was a detriment to the 2D gameplay, of the flow of that gameplay. Because in 2D, it was just like down up. You know, it was like fast, fluid, it was instant. Whereas the 3D games kind of took that kind of fluid, fluid, fluid. It took away the, the momentum of the game. <laughs> and yeah, whereas this new game, yes, it's again a 3D game played on a 2D plane, so a 2.5D, but they have, instead of like, say you're running along and you turn to turn back, instead of it being a nice slow rotating character going back, it actually cuts the frame and goes. And because of that, it might not look as smooth, but it just plays, feels so much better as a game. Um, as I say, I've not really played this game that much, so I've only gone through the first couple of stages where, yes, you get the elephant, yes, you struggle to get through pipes and stuff, and it looks amazing, it really does. It's got the feel, it's got the momentum, it's got everything a Mario game should be. So that is our top, that is our 10th game for this year. So at number 9, Forza Motorsport. Now, people might think, it doesn't look great, it doesn't play great, it's like, it looks good enough, you know, it does, the backgrounds, the scenery, the haze, the smoke, the sm sun going through the, the fog, it looks absolutely stunning, and for some reason, the car models aren't the best, but I normally play the game in the inside view anyway, so I'm not that bothered. But it plays well, looks good, it's got a great career sort of mode, progression going through. And I just hope that the Turn 10 can get some updates done, get some new content into the game. And it just plays amazing, it really does, it really feels good. Your cars feel stuck to the road, it feels the traction's there, the grip's there, and it just feels so nice. I really do love Forza Motorsport. Um, yeah, it's it's what you expect, it is a Forza game, it's just good. Um, and that is our ninth game this year for the game of the year. So, <clears throat> we're going to our top eight now, so number eight, Cocoon. Now this game I'd never heard of until one of the guys put it on their top 10 list so I realised it was on the Xbox, I can't even what you call it now, but the, um, the Game Pass, that's the one. It was on the Xbox Game Pass so I downloaded it on there and I was playing it, playing away and it's like a top down sort of view like the, let's just sort of say like uh like an old Zelda style top down view full 3D full animated looks amazing and it's like a puzzle action platformery type game and you get to the end of the puzzle and then you get sucked into like an orb or a flower or something then once you get sucked in <clears throat> you shrink 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 down and then that little flower becomes the next world and I 
absolutely loved this game. It was amazing. I was so shocked at how good this game was. It really was. Great game. So, Cocoon is our number 8th game this year. Number 7, Resident Evil 4 Remake. So, this one is the remake of Resident Evil 4. Some people sort of said it was a bit blasphemous to make a Resident Evil 4, do the remake of that. Some people like me were like, well, where's Resident Evil Code Veronica? Surely enough, that should have been redone first. But I guess Capcom just wanted to see the dollar signs. And Resident Evil 4 is still up there with some of the best uh, Resident Evil sort of games in the franchise. So, yeah, and what, what can you say? It bloody good. It was absolutely amazing. They've changed it around a little bit. They've added more open-worldness to it. They've added just more substance to the game and it looks amazing plays amazing and yeah it is one of the best remakes of this year it's not the best remake because at number six we have metroid prime remastered now i remember the hoo-ha of the metroid prime game when it was first announced and it was like screenshots and stuff were coming out even some of the like the trade shows at the time, some of the people were coming back from playing early samples, early versions of the game, saying it's not Metroid, it doesn't play well, it doesn't look good, blah, 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 all this, that, the other. And then the game came out and it got nines and tens throughout. And what was that, like 2002-ish? Um, so they've done a, a, a remake of it now, like a proper remake looks amazing it plays really well they've not really changed much of the gameplay they've just updated it made it more streamlined made it the controls so much better it's actually like a proper twin sticky sort of a game now because like the old gamecube didn't have twin sticks but metroid prime remastered it's still one of my favorite metroid games I'm one of these weird people where I don't like Metroid, like the 2D games. I don't like uh, a lot of the Capcom 2D stuff, so like the Mega Man and all those sort of stuff. I've never really enjoyed. But, yeah, number six, Metroid Prime Remastered. So next up, number five, Hogwarts Legacy. And I was kind of pushed into the Harry Potter sort of like, style of world one of my old girlfriends um she would listen to the audiobooks on a night she would watch the movies on repeat so through osmosis is that the word <laughs> you absorb the information through contact um and i kind of got through and got into the the world and the lore and things like that i felt there was a lot of stuff in there that was a bit dodgy but I kind of enjoyed what was happening and I was kind of excited for this game because I, like, I do like a good open world like RPG style game and this game looks stunning, absolutely breathtaking. The story was enough to keep me going through most of it and yeah I was just in awe of how good this game actually was, I really was. Um, but yes, yeah, so Hogwarts Legacy is at number 5. So, number four, a game I've not played, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16. 
Uh, from what I can gather, this is going further away from the like action RPG sort of style, and it's edging more into the action game. But I will say, from what I've seen of it, it looks amazing. The story seems good. I, I do love those sort of games where you play a little bit, then you have like a 10, 15 minute cutscene where it just explains uh, info dumps on you. And yeah, Final Fantasy 16. I will say it does seem amazing. Unfortunately, I, I don't play Final Fantasy games. So that's our number four. Number three, I, th I think the top three are easy to guess. It's just in what order did our team sort of try and get some of these games up. So, number four. No, nope, we've just done number four, haven't we? I'm an idiot. <clears throat> number three is... The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and this game it's very samey of the old Legend of Zelda game um, I can't remember the hell the hell it was called now uh, the one on the on the switch the one where you climb and get a climbing meter but as you're going further into this game there is that twist where you go into the underworld the dark world and then it's like, it doubled the map size of the dark and the light. And it's just absolutely breathtaking that one, that they managed to do this game. And two, it's on the bloody Switch. You know, the Switch is eight years old now. And when it first came out, it was a two, three year old Android sort of chip that was on the Nvidia Shield sort of style devices. And... It's just amazing what people, I'm not even going to say Nintendo because there's other developers, but it's amazing what um, some of these developers have managed to squeeze out of this T Tigra T1 chip, I think it was. And the Legends of Zelda games, absolutely breathtakingly stunning. And yeah, I will just say it's a great game. Get into it. It lasts for hours and hours and hours. Great game. So, getting up there now. Number two. Alan Wake 2. Uh, the original Alan Wake, I enjoyed. But, I kind of got sick of the... The fighting, the action mechanic. Of torch, shoot. Torch, shoot. And that was about as much as the depth of the action got. Whereas Alan Wake 2, not only does it have that, it's also got so much more, such deeper sort of controls, deeper story, deeper lore, absolutely batshit crazy mental things happening and games should be like this. This is the reason why I loved the original Batman Arkham Asylum. The the stages where you fight against the scarecrow, where you get the venom on you or the poison, whatever you want to call it, the gas, and you go into these weird psychedelic, freaky levels, and I'm just yeah, that's amazing. I love that so much. So this game has all those elements in. It's got story to die for it's got graphics to die for it's got a whole stage 
singing whole stage to a chat show. It is creativity. Yeah, the creativity of the developers are absolutely bang on, amazing, and I can't ask for any more than that. Personally, Alan Wake 2 was my number one of the year, and that's because the number one game of the year I didn't actually play. Um, so the number one game of the year, Baldur's Gate 3, and people are going to say I'm sacrilegious, but these top-down hack-and-slash RPG-style games like the Diablo games, um, all those sort of stuff, I really, really do not get anything out of. So, Baldur's Gate 3, for me, unless I'm missing something completely off the grid, I just don't think I will get enjoyment playing the game. But, the rest of the team, I think like, four out of the five, put it as their number one. So, it was head and shoulders one. And then it was a toss-up between Alan Wake and Zelda for two and three. But, yeah, I mean, like I say, I've not played the game. I can't really go into the details because of that. But the rest of the team have played it. And it is at number one. It's won a lot of Game of the Year awards this year. So it must be doing something great. I've heard that the voice acting, the narrative, the story, it all is really top-notch. So... With that, I'll go through the top 10 again. So, at number 10, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Number 9, Forza Motorsport. Number 8, Cocoon. Number 7, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Number 6, Metroid Prime Remastered. Number 5, Hogwarts Legacy. Number 4, Final Fantasy 16. Number 3, Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Number 2, Alan Wake 2. And the game of the year for 1UP Gaming is Baldur's Gate 3 at number 1. So, that is this week's podcast, episode 381. We'll put this up as a video, we'll put this up as a, a audio, and hopefully you guys will get some little bit of enjoyment from the games. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, game of the year's... We enjoy doing it because we get to debate some of the games and get to talk about... Like Cocoon. I wouldn't have known about Cocoon, but I've played it now and it's amazing. I recommend it. It's one of the great games this year. And But, as you all know, 90% of all the games, they're all the same games on each other's... On each sort of like website's top 10 lists. Um, but yeah, go to our website, oneupgaming.co.uk got news and reviews on there um, please go to our YouTube channel subscribe to us like us um, bell us ring us all that good stuff um, yeah I think I I've I finally managed to I, mean, I've, I was locked out of my YouTube account that's why there was no videos for two three weeks I've managed to get back into my YouTube channel so I will be looking at some of the notes and I will be giving out this FIFA, no, it's not even FIFA anymore, is it? It's uh, Esports FC24. Uh, we'll be giving that away on the Xbox soon. So please bear with us. Um, subscribe to us, like us, follow us. Um, yeah, thank you all. Please leave comments. What's your game of the year? Please leave comments. What's your worst game of the year? 
but it's been me David from One Up Gaming saying thank you so much thank you to the team thank you everyone it means so much that you watch us you like us you uh, go to our website you read some of our articles and stuff and yeah thank you so much and we'll be back soon